Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you doing, Hector? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. So uh, I've been keeping myself real busy. I've been, I've been working hard and um, it's just, you know, like it feels like there's just everything happening right now. It feels like the big push before I'm going to England in, um, on June the 21st and I kind of have this goal, you know, do you and have I'm always a, working up to the goal, you know. Do you have like a list of things that you w wanted or needed to get done before you left, and so that's what the big push is, or is it just is it just because you you feel like you're going to be gone for X amount of time and you want to get it? To done? be honest with you, I think it. I think just now, my life is busy. It. it I just need to plot times in to in the future where where I have a break. Well, you know? in all fairness, your life was already busy. And then one day you said, hey, we should do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. Well, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Just trying to, just trying to, same thing, man. Just trying to keep up and whatever. With me, it's, uh, you know, as a freelance artist and as a freelance uh, graphic artist and um, you know, doing my photography thing and doing killbillies and all that stuff. I, I feel like it's feast or famine. You know, like one one week I have a thousand things to do, and then the next week I have nothing. You know? Right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of gig life that we live. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. I did corporate for ninety nine percent of my life up until about two thousand fourteen, and right. I do not miss the corporate life. I do miss the corporate paycheck, but I do. <laughs> but I do not miss the corporate life. That is one hundred percent true statement. Right yeah, there. I feel that. I've never. I mean, I've never worked in a corporate environment. I, I'm very, very glad of that so fact. You've been a bum your whole life. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, but I've, I've been getting away with it pretty hardcore for the sweet this point. Yeah, sweet. yeah. I just discovered it in 2014, and I've been holding on with two hands for been like sweet. <laughs> I don't want to go back to work, but you know, whatever. All right. So we have a, a great guest on this week. We have Joey Calderio. How's it going, yeah, Joey? Welcome. Pretty well. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate oh, it's, it. it's a pleasure. So when we started this thing, I was thinking about who we could have on. Right. And I was looking through all the people who were doing stuff around here. Right. And there were a few people that jumped out almost immediately. And you were one of them just because, I mean, well, not just because, but one of the big parts of it was your work ethic. Mm -hmm. You know, it just seems like you're always either producing something in your home studio very proficiently or you're playing somewhere or you make a video or you're I engaging with um you know the, right. the people who listen to your music and your fans and stuff and mm -hmm. and and it seemed like there was progression there as well and it's always nice to see something growing and right. that's how it feels when it looks at your social when i look at your social media presence so mm -hmm. i thought oh you know let's have him on because we don't really know each other so it'd be nice to right. nice to have a chat absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah man so um we asked the the first few questions are the same each time yeah. and um and my first one is uh and you know, but be as sort of broad as possible. I'm just trying to get an idea of um, why did you start playing music at the beginning? Um, like a, you know, what got what what were the influences at the beginning of your life that kind of wound you into playing music? Um, so it's kind of funny, but have you guys played Rock Band? The yeah, game? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like maybe a lot of people my age might even have that answer, like Guitar Hero, Rock Band. And, that's uh, um, that's actually, actually not awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, totally. It's not solely that re reason, yeah. but that was definitely had a contributing 
factor. Um, I, used I feel to like there that. is a kind of like a mu- musical element to playing it. Yeah, so, for it's sure. It's almost like a bit like dance, though, almost as well at the definitely. same time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Especially the drums yeah. on Rock Band. I, I felt like our. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm upsetting some people by saying <laughs> that. They're like, what? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I definitely feel like. I definitely feel like there is, there are I'm sure people like yourself that right. that played rock band and guitar hero and whatever and yeah. were like hey you know and kind of sparked a, right. a, a little something to go play a real instrument but sure. but I think the other way around though I think <laughs> if you're a musician like I know a lot of drummers that that you know are, are good drummers and then they're like oh I'm gonna go kill it at rock band yeah, but because yeah, yeah. it's not like right for it's real not, here it's yeah. like you know follow the color <laughs> pattern or whatever right. yeah it's yeah, they get frustrated quick. yeah, yeah <laughs> they're actually sure. they actually make worse players <laughs> than people that have never touched a drum set ever uh-huh. you know <laughs> yeah there's videos of like people playing through the fire and the flames on uh guitar hero who like shred it but yeah that's you know funny. I don't know how they would actually play guitar but anyways um so I, I would say yeah definitely that game was a big part of it and what about your family um, do you have anyone in your family that's yeah musical? right i was gonna get to um my my brother uh he always played guitar right um especially when i was growing up um he would always play strum acoustic is playing red hot chili peppers led zeppelin and nice. stuff like that um my dad was a singer in a band when he was younger oh cool my grandpa plays yeah. banjo and piano oh, so neat. um have, yeah. have you guys ever played together yeah, I've pretty much jammed with all of them, and you know that was definitely a big inspiration for me as well. It's just uh, having that musical background for sure. That's what awesome. do you guys play together when you? What what what, what does the family band Ooh. play together when you guys jam? Well, my dad loves to sing karaoke yeah. um, until the wee late hours. Like I, I remember, <laughs> like in high school, he would be singing karaoke. It'd be like midnight, and. Um, He'd still be singing karaoke. I'd be like, Dad, I, I've got school the next day. He, he'd be like singing his art out downstairs, <laughs> <laughs> super loud. <laughs> but, um, That's awesome. Yeah, he, he loves doing karaoke. And then just jamming a lot with my brother, playing acoustic guitar. He showed cool. me a lot of stuff. So. Did you uh, like write music with your brother when you were younger? Um, Have you ever done that with him? So I, Not really when I was younger, but I was going to say actually more recently we we started working on some stuff together. So, oh wow, yeah, it's been been fun. You know, my me and my brother, both my brother and my sister are musical, and um, and I, uh, my sister didn't end up doing anything with it Mm. other than just enjoying being able to do it. But my my brother's a uh, he makes dance music and also uh, he has he has a band with his wife and. And he also master is a like a mastering engineer and right. does all sorts of things. Like he, he went out to India and 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 worked on music for a Bollywood movie and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Done all this crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and um, when we were young, we used to play together all the time. He was gotcha. on the drums and I was on guitar. Sweet. And we always, you know, we we're gonna have a band. It was the big thing. Right. Then it's kind of a shame, but you know, I moved to America and <laughs> put that right, put right. that into. But we have gotcha. we worked on some stuff over the pandemic, actually. We you know because um, yeah, you played some guitar on one of his one of his songs. Yeah, so one of his tracks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, what with kind of you know everyone being in their home studios, I feel like right. I feel like most of us who can do stuff in there did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is your brother uh, is is your brother um, a working musician as well or no? He's a uh, computer engineer okay um so he is actually disabled and and he is he pretty much lies in a a chair um you know uh all day so he when we recorded his vocals because we we're working on an ep together right um and so he had all these songs like written 
from like a while, like years, yeah. years ago. Oh, probably cool. ten he's, plus he years. He still plays guitar though, or like every now and then. Okay, he'll, he'll pick it up, you know. So <clears throat> he he sees me doing, you know, a lot of my recordings, and he was inspired to get some of these songs out. So um, we recorded these songs together, and uh, he recorded them like lying down on his back like right. and we just kind of set up propped up the mic in front of his face but we're we're gonna put Man, out like I, a i love that I, yeah it's I, cool I, right? I, love, it's I cool love that like he's story, he's yeah, like right? it ain't gonna stop me i'm gonna Absolutely. do it you know? yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. that's that's pretty inspirational right. no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's been sure. super awesome because it's kind of feels like full circle because <clears> my brother <throat> is the person that like mostly got me into music you know yeah and and now uh we're doing writing songs together and that's lovely i really like that yeah yeah and it there's it's a it's a form of communication isn't it making music with people right. and 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 i know that me and my brother over the years you know were closer for it mm -hmm. for sure you know right like there's certain things you can't kind of like explain that you can explain through music and absolutely and also also it's there, there's that friendly little bit of competition between right. brothers too you know <laughs> for sure <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. totally. in terms of um uh like your early years, like mm -hmm. who who would some musical influences? Who were you listening to? Who were you listening to when you were a kid, like a little kid, <laughs> like like um, kind of like eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve? Yeah, like Green Day, All American Rejects, Sweet. Simple Plan, like Solid pop choices. pop punk. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's um, cool. Yeah, me too. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. a lot of eighties rock. <laughs> right. Stuff, yeah. So. Um, where did did you grow up down here? I uh, grew up in Jupiter, Florida. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I've been I've only been here for I've been here for eleven years, okay. just because there's so, a, a certain amount of irony that I'm doing a local music podcast. Right. I, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're a local just, now though. So I, yeah. I reckon eleven years and you know, yeah, right. is, you're, you're a local now. Man. It's long like the local, uh, maybe after like three to five years, I feel like is the. I don't, I don't know. Kind of there doesn't have to be a... Apparently in Key West, <laughs> you can call yourself a conk after 10 years. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's the I same think, in Jupiter. I think once you're acclimated to the weather, yeah. 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 then you're a local. Once if you go Dude, anywhere else... Does that really ever happen? What, <laughs> once, once you can stand being on the surface of the sun down yeah. here in Florida in the summer, then you're a local. I guess I'm not a, I'm not a local in that case. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I find is, uh, like, if I go to other places, my skin dries out immediately. Yeah. And... And I, I am, I, I do, you know, I, I do feel the cold now. I didn't feel the cold <laughs> almost at all before I moved here. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's freezing cold in England, like most of the year. Mm. You get about three months and kind of maybe nice weather. Right. Most of the time it's pretty, pretty gotcha. cold. But, um, yeah, like, uh, do you have a writing process when you're writing music? And, and what is it? And like, I, I want to talk to you about this because there's some, there's some other things within this that I want to ask you as well. Okay. Um, so it's always different. Um, right. I, I would say like a lot of times it just comes from simply pl strumming some chords on the guitar and hearing a song melody in my head and writing it down. And sometimes I'll just bang out the song right there and, you know, I'll, I'll be able to write lyrics one after another, like when I'm in that flow state. Yeah. Um, other times it's a lot harder. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Do you it, force yourself to write? Do you, do you? Try and write when when you're kind of not in the mood for it, like as a kind of exercise. Yeah, I try sometimes to yeah. push it. Yeah. Uh, I, I notice that sometimes it's best for me to like 
try for maybe 30 minutes to an hour max. And if it's not coming, it's just, it's just not coming. I'll, f- yeah. I'll focus on something else that day. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, like yeah. I feel like a lot of times it's if I'm in the flow, then I'm in the flow and I'll continue riding on that wave. But if it's not there, it's it's really hard for me yeah, to fair enough. focus. You know, I noticed with your, I noticed with your, um, like that your songs seem very personal and, and also um, kind of introspective and, and quite sort of, Psychological and spiritual. Um, do do you how how do you do you, do you sort of see kind of music as like an extension of kind of like self growth? Because I know that I I do. Right, right, right. Like, is that something that, that you think of when you're writing music? Do you how do you come to your lyrics, especially the ones that are kind of you know this about sort of the things you want to achieve and right. spiritual growth and stuff yeah. like that? Have you, um, wh- where does that come from? A lot of times it's just when I'm feeling feeling genuinely at the moment and right. like trying to speak kind of through my soul yeah, <laughs> in a way, yeah. you know, just trying to be real with myself and say what I want to say, say what I need to say on, on the paper and what I want to tell people. And um, a lot of times it's, it's just for myself, not not even necessarily for other people, even though that's a no, amazing right. part of it. But yeah. a lot of times I'm just writing because I need to get something out. Or right. yeah. uh, you know, I, I've always kind of felt like I wasn't the best socializer or like the best at expressing myself verbally. You know, yeah. and uh, I felt like music is always an easier way to be myself. You know. Yeah, we had uh, we had uh, Andrew from Sons of a Tradesman on here mm-hmm. last week, and he he said something similar that uh, when he writes. Um, right. he doesn't write for anyone else as selfishly as it sounds. He doesn't right. write for anyone else except himself. He right. wa- he wants to just, you know, he wants, he wants to write something that is, you know, that is him. It's right. what he's feeling. And, you know, 50 years from now, he can look back on that and right. still be proud of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. I heard a comic cool. say that, um, that when he approaches his set, he tries to make it what he would want to go and see. Right. And that makes sense of me as well, because that, that's really the only way you can kind of, that's really the only way you can co- gauge, you can only gauge if something's good or not. Well, do, do you like it? Then if you right, like sure. it, then a lot, yeah, other people probably will like it as right, well. Right, right, right. You know? yeah. I think that's not a bad, I think, you know, that kind of relates to what you're saying a little bit. It's like, because, yeah, me too, you know, I, I find that with my, my songwriting is intensely personal and, uh, and usually to do with, if I make some kind of like breakthrough on a subject. Right. I like feel the need to kind of write a song about mm-hmm. it. I'll be like, oh, you know, <laughs> the world needs to know about this right, thing. Right, but right. I just figured out. Sure. <laughs> or, um, or you know, the other one is um, I have some other ones that are like catharsis, like like something happened to me and I just kind of need to get it out. Right. You know, I don't know yeah. if you have any anything like that, but I have a song that I wrote. Um, it's called Propane Tank, and it was about when a fat fryer exploded in a kitchen, and um. And uh, I'd never really processed the emotions from that probably. I wrote a song about it, sang it like a thousand times in front of a bunch of different people, and I'm yeah. like, all right about it now. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Music is therapy. Cool. Yeah, therapy. right, absolutely. Yeah. So is most of the stuff you write then, you know, pretty personal, or do you ever just, you know, pick a random subject that you like and just write about it, you know? So, yeah. You know. I've, I've tried to do that. Yeah. I, I've tried the, yeah. the second... Uh, but yeah, I feel like most of the songs I write, they end up being 
personal experiences yeah. or yeah. about what I'm feeling at the time. You know, I've I've tried to. I've written ideas down like, oh, you know, it'd be really cool to write about this topic. And like, I usually never end up going back to it. <laughs> you know, it's pretty much always like what I yeah, yeah. tend to feel at the moment. And uh, yeah, honestly, I, I thought that you were going to say that. And it's because I can, from listening to the music, it, I can relate to the approach that you take to it. Right. You know, like yeah. it sounds, but it sounds very earnest. Right. It sounds very like truthful and earnest and kind of, transparent mm -hmm. it's nice like that you yeah. know i like Thanks, that man. sometimes i wish i could you know or just pick up every any topic and you know because there's definitely songwriters out there that can oh yeah, yeah. um yeah. you know and I, that's what the sons of Trajan were talking about last week they were uh, talking yeah. exactly that is that gotcha. they have the songs about these different um kind of characters that they right. made up in their in this right. kind of universe that you know and and uh and they just write about each individual character and i, I tell you what i've tried to do it Absolutely, I've tried to do it. <laughs> like I, I wrote a song about like I wrote a song ab ab about a prostitute called Sheila. Sheila goes down. And I thought it was so good, and it was this. I thought it was this like portrait of of like you know like working girls and 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 and, and you know I had this kind of real moralistic take on it. I listen to it now. It's so cringy. <laughs> So <laughs> cringiest thing ever. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I tend to just try and stick to stuff I know about now, which right. is like me and things right. I think you know stuff that I feel about. You know. Right. I I have um like the last single that I put out was called Paradise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, featuring Sierra Lane, who yeah. you've had on here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, that song, it, it's it's like about a girl who's working the nine to five job. She's chasing paradise, which is uh, essentially like in her mind chasing uh freedom sure. um and you know that one was kind of like i was writing about almost me but personified as a woman okay <laughs> so it's like okay yeah yeah you I've know done tapping into your inner yeah, feminism exactly <laughs> no, i've done that before as well yeah, I've done that before. yeah in a song so, absolutely right yeah, yeah, yeah. well you, you brought up paradise so let's uh, i'm gonna divert from yeah, from yeah Ben's questions it. for a second for sure. um i i was looking uh i was i was cyber stalking you and right. uh, you know getting some information and some uh <laughs> some uh food for the uh for the podcast here nice. um uh Paradise has hit over ten thousand plays. Is yeah, that correct? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. this that, past weekend. That's yeah. amazing. Thanks. That's amazing. And uh, and then recently, you just posted that uh, uh, relics jam bands uh, list. Yes, it, sir. Yeah. It made uh, number sixteen, I believe. Yep. And uh, something I mentioned on the podcast last week when we were saying that you were going to be on this week, but something I didn't mention to Ben is on that same list, you've got Sir Paul McCartney and Black Keys and people like oh, that. Wow. So to be 16 yeah. on that list, man, that's that's yeah. respectable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you should be real proud of that. That's that. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's awesome, much, man. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, we talked about it a little bit when we had Sierra on for our uh -huh. first up. She was our first guest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, what I guess, a great way to get going. Right. Know? Yeah, and she's I guess you guys... Yeah, you guys were right. going to release that like uh, I think yep. like like a week after or right, something like right, that. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, congratulations. That Thanks, is man. Uh, it's a great track, man. Thanks. It's a great track. So. Yeah, in my kind of, I mean, I know that people we all have these kind of sort of imagined sort of worlds that we all live in these little bubbles we all separately live in. But right. you know, in my head, the the kind of sort of new sort of wave of of like reggae that's happening down mm -hmm. here i right. sort of see you and sierra in the yeah. same universe yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? uh -huh. <laughs> that's kind of For makes sure. sense to me yeah uh, I, I always felt like we would kind of like uh, our paths would cross at, at some point you know and then yeah. and when i was writing that song i 
I was like, something's missing on this track, and I, I don't know what it is. I'm like, well, I could really see a female voice on it, and then that's when I reached out to Sierra because she's got a great work ethic. She's a sure. cool person. She's got a great voice, and yeah. uh, she was perfect for the track. Yeah. So, so what? In terms of reggae, like who are your mm-hmm. who are your sort of big uh, like influences um, musically? Who would you say, or just in general? Yeah, yeah. Um, Pacifier is definitely up there yeah. on, the, on the top for sure. Sure. Um, Revolution, Stick Figure. Yeah. Um, lately, it's been the Elevators. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. They're they're super cool. That um, they've that's pretty much all I've been listening to lately is just go to their page and just hit shuffle. Oh, that's cool. their songs. You know, like, I, I kind of get like obsessed with, with bands for a few months and just listen to nothing but them, and that's kind of how my... Um, Do you listen to much like uh, like sort of 70s and 80s reggae? Um, have you listened to it? I have. Yeah. You know, uh, I yeah, I definitely do. I I, I kind of just like put it put that stuff on shuffle sometimes. Yeah. And, and yeah. honestly, I, I need to uh, learn some more artists from those decades for sure but, oh, yeah. um, and you know this isn't like a witch or anything like that i'm just curious yeah, the no. reason i the reason yeah. i ask is because um you know i can hear so much um like influence in your music when i listen right. to it like you know definitely people like Gre- gregory isaac right, and, right. and like johnny osborne people mm-hmm. like that like you know there's there's a definite feel of that and that kind of lover's rock feel you have with with the with the vocal lines and and the approach to it, that kind of s- smooth sort of style, like, right, yeah. like I really, I think it's awesome. But then you can sort of deliver it in a more of an upbeat way, right. which, you know, which is cool. Right. And I think great for the, you know, we're down here, we, you know, one of the big things that we all are is just kind of entertainment in bars. Yeah. You know? right. And so I think that that ends up affecting the way that you s- sound, you mm-hmm. know, right. Like, because you that's you're there, point, actually. you know, and it's like it's yeah. hard not for it to affect the way you sound, right? Because you, totally. you have to stand there every night doing right, it, right? Right, right, uh, That's uh, a great point, yeah. And I and I, I, I definitely no, noticed that. And I was like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, it sounds like a lot of that kind of smooth, sort of late 70s, early 80s reggae, but then it's got right. this, then it's got this kind of bouncy, sort of bouncy vibe <laughs> yeah. to it, like yeah. you can dance to it, you want yeah. to dance to it, right? You know? Yeah, cool. it makes you yeah. want to move for sure. I mean, nice. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely makes you want to move. Like a, so, a, a solid kind of bouncy mid pace to it. It's right. Good. Yeah, like we've ended up having loads of reggae people on this because yeah, and yeah. it wasn't intentional. It's, I was, it's just there's a lot of reggae people down. Right, there, right. You know, right. <laughs> that literally is Welcome it. Welcome to South Florida, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm all about it. You know, I've been playing reggae my whole life, and it's, I'm, I'm I'm big reggae fan. You know, so, so it suits me down to the ground. So um, yeah, the. Uh, this is one of my favorite questions, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think I think I know how you're going to answer. Do you practice? <laughs> and how much do you practice? And what oh, do you no. practice? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Go back like ten seconds. <laughs> For those of you that are listening and not watching, he's sweating. <laughs> <laughs> the veil has been lifted. Okay. He just fainted. <laughs> um, I definitely do not practice as much as I should. You know. Right. Um, <laughs> Don't be ashamed. That well, is a, that's I, a common answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the reason it's an interesting question for me to ask you is because you seem to be able to play so many different instruments that, that like at some point there must have been a lot of practice right. involved. You know. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think a lot of times, like I was releasing a lot of those one man band videos yeah. over the pandemic. Um, uh, yeah, like I don't practice bass too often. I I pretty much because I'm mostly a guitar player, so I'll 
I most uh, I'll kind of just like uh, translate some of my guitar playing onto the bass. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. call myself a bass player, but I play the bass lines on my originals, and it gets sure. it gets the job done. And, For sure. Um, and I definitely it's something I want to get better at. But yeah, I, I tend to like practice before i recorded <laughs> i know what you mean i've like, done that before yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, like for the one man band videos i would just like kind of listen to the baseline of the cover song play over it you know just practice it right then and there rather than right yeah um and rather then for than my, have some kind of list of things that you practice right yeah, yeah. <laughs> for my originals i actually recorded on uh keyboard first i, I write all the parts on keyboard right and okay. then i don't actually uh the bass parts until i'm actually like recording it <laughs> you right, know okay so so for the uh, people that um who, who are listening to this is outside it sounds like there's like a crazy thunderstorm going on yeah you? yeah it it's, awesome. it's been it's since we started i can hear the rain and i just yeah, started yeah. hearing the thunder yeah. so Kaboom. so if you're hearing some rattling <laughs> <laughs> the building is not coming down <laughs> maybe it it's thunder <laughs> maybe it's the end of the world and no one will ever listen to this episode <laughs> that's, that's possible i mean I mean, does anybody really listen? <laughs> so how does it work in terms of you playing out? Um, uh, how many sort of versions of Joey Calderaro is there in terms of like bands and things like that? Do you still play with other people? And yeah, how many yeah. and what's the, can you tell me a little bit about that? There's pretty much Joey Calderaro, Joey yeah. Calderaro duo, Joey Calderaro trio <laughs> yeah. up to uh, full band. Yeah, right. Pretty much okay. up to six piece, seven piece bands. Wow. Know. That many. Yeah, we don't. I think we've only performed as the seventh piece like only a handful of times. But is that like horns and everything? Yeah, it's like is a that when Marcus is like and trumpet. Involved yeah. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's absolutely. Hard. It's so so awesome playing in a big reggae man like that with yeah, the whole deal, absolutely. The, the, the brass so and everything. Full, you know. Yeah, I would, <clears throat> we do a. I'm in a scarf band now, and it, you know, brass brass with rock is he, right. it's so epic sounding. Yeah, so much yeah, fun. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um yeah cool so like with those guys how do you work that out do you go do you just send everyone the songs they learn them or do you do you all practice together like how do you do you guys ever get together and sort of rehearse yeah definitely uh, so back to the practice thing yeah <laughs> i'm obsessed not as much as <laughs> i'm obsessed with it because i just want to know how much yeah. everyone else is doing it to make myself seem right. like <laughs> i have to feel bad or yeah, not. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> definitely we don't practice as much as we should but uh some sometimes it's as simple as saying something like, "Hey, learn the song before our gig tonight, and we'll practice." If it's like a low stakes kind of gig, you know, yeah. we might get away with being able to practice it there if everyone listens to the parts and gets them down beforehand. And uh, sometimes it's we meet up together and practice a couple times. A lot of times it's like before a wedding where we have to be super tight. Sure, that yeah. we'll we'll practice. So a lot of times it's like a. A situation like that that will kind of force us to have to practice like you know like a high stakes kind of gig but so. do you feel like i mean because i you know i was looking at your schedule and it's mm-hmm. just insane i mean it made me dizzy just looking at it <laughs> um do you feel like um like most of the guests that we've had on so far are are working musicians and right. so they're they're out always playing right. and, they're, and they're having a hard time finding time to practice right. because they're always playing out but right. You know, to a certain degree, do you find that playing that the the playing out is kind of practice? Like you said, some of the low stakes ones, you're just kind of working out new stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's definitely another thing. Is like, yeah, for the, I think that was that's a great point because yeah, Yeah. the the low stakes gigs, I totally like. I'll print out some a chord sheet or something like that, and just like put it on my uh, my iPad, and we'll 
kind of learn the song. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As I go at, at times, you know. We discovered um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago um, at a relatively low stakes gig that yep. you can't take free falling into double time. It, doesn't, <laughs> it does not work. <laughs> <laughs> but the we tried. About, <laughs> the thing about Killbillies, right, is that we generally take every tune and, and take it into double time because that's yeah. kind of what makes it sound cool. Right, that kind right. of like bluegrassy kind of versions of stuff. Right. And uh, at the speed we were playing it, no, free but, falling. But, yeah. <laughs> but as a side note, it's just how we were playing it because I actually worked it out double time and I'll show you a practice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's doable. <laughs> totally doable. <laughs> Sorry, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah, we do that a little bit as well. As, and I think some to, if you can kind of do it right, you know, especially if, if it, there's a party atmosphere, people quite like it. You know, right, if right, you're right. trying out something For new sure. or whatever, you know, people can get into Definitely. that. You know, you, you frame it as a fun thing. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, do you have any future plans at this point? Like, where, um, where, where do you see the Joey Calderay kind of world musical? tour domina yeah. domination? Yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> opening for uh, the Guns N' Roses. And <laughs> um, have you yeah, got anything so, in the pipes? Uh, <laughs> have you got anything in the pipes at the moment in the pipeline? These pipes? No, in no. the in the pipeline uh, of your life. Oh, uh, <laughs> pipeline of my life. So I've. The song Paradise, the single, yeah. I'm going to be releasing a dub ver version of it, which uh, for anybody that doesn't know dub, it's kind of just, um, it's like the producer's take of a song, usually a reggae tune okay. in this case. Um, it's very spacey, lots of delays and reverbs to kind of give it a different feel, the song. Sure. So that's being done by Ian Young. We'll probably be out in the next month or so. Oh, great. Um... Uh, my big goal for this year that I've been working really hard on is uh, my first full-length album. So yeah. That's going to be the, the the end of this year. How many were on that other one? Is that eight tunes on the other or something? Is it seven or eight on the... Uh, something like that, isn't it? I honestly don't remember. Yeah, yeah, but I and noticed it, it was, was like... I think it was six. Right, six, okay. I noticed it was like, yeah, between an EP and an album right. sort of length. Yeah, yeah. Right. The, um, yeah, I think when we get to release... Our next thing is going to be about that as well. And with No Name Scarband, um, the Scarband that I'm in down here mm -hmm. is releasing a thing and it's seven tracks. It's nice. like. It's becoming it's more commonplace for people to release EPs and, than full albums. At least, right. at least, uh, at, at least, you know, local bands, if you will. Right. Um, yeah. I don't want to use the term local band because it's not uh, necessarily, yeah. but you know what I'm it's saying. It's not derogatory. But I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah unless, because I, I, I think, you know, an album is just going that extra mile, isn't it? And right. do, do you, are you doing, are you approaching it in a way where it kind of makes sense as an album? Is that like something that you've yeah. thought about? There's kind of like a, there's kind of like a space theme to it or like oh, a night and kind of space theme to it. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. When I used to, Listen to my mom's LPs when I was a kid. You know, it was like you get all the artwork, right. and and you know the, the on those double those great kind of you know seventies yeah. double albums. It would be, it it would be like a whole kind of it would be. It was a story. Yeah, right. the the band's right. like kind of you know next gift to humanity is like this is a thing we figured out. Here's the right. whole you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like artwork and everything all intertwined like a w little yeah. world, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that that was meaningful for me when I was younger right. and and. You know, the whole sort of streaming thing yeah. where it's, it's just kind of taken that away a little bit. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's swings and roundabouts and everything. And if you really want to go and buy a vinyl album, you can do. So, right, you know, right, right. It's not the end of the yeah. world, I guess. So mm -hmm. is your album, um, you're, you're, uh, 
you had mentioned that it, it has kind of a, a spacey theme to it. Is it is it more of the album has a theme, or is it is there an actual storyline kind of intertwined within the album? Is there a, a character or a storyline right. or anything like that? Nothing, there, like, nothing that? like that. Okay. No, it's just like a lot of the songs kind of have either something to do with the night or sure. have like a spacey kind of not and not all the songs, but definitely a good amount of them. And, yeah. Uh, it's kind of inspired by like Dark Side of the Moon uh, oh, cool. sort of thing, but kind of maybe made in a reggae kind of feel. So, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Um, well, you know, yeah. we've all heard that great album Dubs that Side of the Moon. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Heavy man. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's uh-huh. great. Um, but yeah, uh, that's cool. So, um, yeah, something I wanted to ask you about was, um, why do you think you you wound up playing reggae over other things? Like, where did how did that happen? Um, what was the de- was there ever a decision, or does it just seem like a natural thing for you to do? I got super into Sublime in high school, pretty right. much right around the time when I was starting to play guitar, and uh, felt like it fit my lifestyle a little bit. Right, yeah, and, sure. You know, yeah. being so close to the beach and loving to surf and dive and stuff like that, and then. Um, I started getting into some of the other bands and realized that there was like this deeper message about, you know, love and spreading spreading love through music and yeah, um, it's I love the message behind the music and you know it's deeper than a lot of stuff that you're hearing on the radio. <laughs> Pretty much anything that you're hearing on the radio, pop or pop punk. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that that and, uh, I think that the reggae has this kind of. I mean, you know, if you go back to, you know. 70s reggae and the beginning of, of reggae it's always been very kind of socially conscious right. and and you know obviously sort of like 2021 sort of Floridian reggae <laughs> is a different animal from that right but some of the things that that you know so, but it has retained some of the aspects and one of those aspects is this kind of like you know in inverted commas like kind of conscious sort of approach to kind of writing lyrics and yeah absolutely yeah and i and you know for me that can it's for me that's it's it's a a tricky one i think because it can sometimes some people sometimes can end up sounding a little bit up themselves and condescending and like you know and but if you're humble and transparent and then you're usually okay, and I think you know. In, in my in my humble opinion, you know, you fall on the side of, you know, you, there's there's not there's not there's not like a kind of aloof bone in your body, really. You're just saying like, you know, let's spread like it, you, the the humility comes through in your music, yeah. which is which is important, you know. And I know there's something that I've thought about when writing music myself and worried about endlessly. Yeah. Yeah, I I think you, I think you're all right, mate. (laughs) 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 From, yeah, from my, in my humble opinion. So um, on that note, why don't we listen to uh, a couple of your songs? Play us a couple of songs. I'll do it. (laughs) Cool. All right. All right, cool. What's up? My name's Joey Caldereo. This is a song called Deja Vu.
never been here before Why does it look so familiar? Am I lost in a dream? But I know I'm not dreaming This is deja vu I remember being here but I don't remember you Do you know my name? Do you know where I've been? We are not the same Why do you look just like me? Look a little closer, oh it cannot be Staring at the mirror, now I can see clearer Right in front of me was a face full of terror Clock is ticking on the shelf Time passing by as I stare into myself I don't like what I see Thinking it's time for a change of scenery These memories, memories won't play They constantly hit replay It's not clear to me what it's meant to be in this fantasy No remedy, remedy will change I'll always remain the same What you gonna do stuck in deja vu? Am I breaking through to you? Press against my temples as I lay you with my thoughts Coming to my senses to process what I saw I know it cannot be The demons I was fighting with turned out to be me The repetition trips me up My brain is looping thoughts Caught a case of bad luck What you gonna do when you come to realize You're stuck in deja vu Am I lost in a dream? But I know I'm not dreaming I can see it quickly vanishing Will I know with these visions are communicating Coming from within Deja vu will soon return again This is deja vu But I don't remember being here But I remember you Am I walking in my sleep? Am I lucid dreaming? These memories, memories won't fade They constantly hit replay It's not clear to me what it's meant to be in this fantasy No remedy, remedy will change I'll always remain the same What you gonna do stuck in deja vu? Am I breaking through to you? These memories, memories won't fade They constantly hit replay It's not clear to me what it's meant to be in this fantasy No remedy, remedy will change I'll always remain the same What you gonna do stuck in deja vu? Am I breaking through to you? This is a song called Reputation to Protect.
temptation to protect To kill them with kindness and respect Searching for the right message to project Stand up beside us, the sunlight will guide us Thinking of the words I don't want to say Finding the right thoughts that I don't want to portray I've been taking my time, sorry for the delay We're on a mission, so stand up and listen People all around stand tall and hold ground Together moving mountains but make no sound Let's get down to business And push past the limits Nobody can stop us Ahead and run away to the top The people all around ready for the showdown If we may rise or fall We will hold together, stand proud If love is the conquest We'll press on without rest No evil may prevail We will rise up without fail Got a reputation to protect To kill them with kindness and respect Pushing for the right message to project Stand up beside us, the sunlight will guide us Thinking of the words I don't want to say Finding the right thoughts I don't want to portray I've been taking my time, sorry for the delay We're on missions to stand up and listen Here's the situation Reggae music's on the rise And we won't stop the movement Till it's heard throughout the land And every nation of our creation We will spread this love and music And it will live beyond this generation Feel the vibration Spreading music to your soul Taking your mind to a higher elevation And our mission will be shattered Cause we will hold together like a rock We've got a reputation to protect To kill them with kindness and respect Searching for the right message to project Stand up beside us, the sunlight will guide us Thinking of the words I don't want to say or Finding the right thoughts I don't want to portray I've been taking my time, sorry for the delay We're on a mission, so stand up All right, Ben. So, uh, so this week our sponsor is the Leafy Greens Band. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Billy got in touch with me. They were on the show um, a couple of weeks back, and um, and uh, and and he's you know he was he said he wanted to um, help support the show because um, you know thinks we're doing a good thing, and we really appreciate it. And they're such a great band. You know? I got I got to tell you, man. Like it's. It's awesome that we've pretty much had a sponsor and multiple sponsors at times, you know, every week. Um, just just goes to show the uh, the support that the community has for what we're trying to do, you know, which is sure, which yeah. is get out the the, the local uh, music scene message, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, it holds a special place in my heart when when someone like Billy and Ellen uh, from uh, Leafy Greens Band step up and 
and sponsor an episode because you know it's it's musicians supporting musicians at that point and that, yeah and that's just a beautiful thing man like that is that is an absolutely amazing thing um so you know thank you very much to uh, to the leafy greens man uh, leafy greens band and thank you to Billy and Ellen. Um, yeah, you know the amazing, amazing people. If uh, if you don't know who they are, uh, make sure you guys reference back to episode five. I believe it was they were on. Um, uh, amazing story of how they met. Amazing story of how Billy got started in music. Uh, how he got Ellen started with the tambourine and her and her amazing tambourine skills that she. Uh, I tell you what, the the story that Billy has about the oh, beginning of um, learning how to it's play crazy. is just crazy. It's crazy, it's crazy. and crazy. amazing, and yeah. and just inspiring. Um, you know, so yeah, definitely. If you haven't watched or, or listened to episode five with the Leafy Greens band. Um, do yourself a favor and, and and give that a listen. It's 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 pretty good stuff. And if you want to check them out live, which I highly recommend, um, you know that that's that's my one. I gotta say that's my one uh, uh, sad point of of being so involved with Killbillies is that I'm so busy on the weekends with Killbillies that I don't yeah. get out I don't get out as often as I'd like to actually see other acts that are that are amazing. And you know, like the Leafy Greens band. Yeah, if you uh, if you haven't had a chance to uh, to listen to that episode or to watch that episode, it's episode five with uh, the Leafy Greens band, and um, and it's pretty amazing and pretty inspiring. Um, and if you want to see them in person, um, they are playing this weekend. Uh, Friday, they're playing at American Craft Ale Works at 7 p.m. That's in West Palm Beach on Clematis. Um, Saturday, they've got a private party, it looks like, in the morning. And then Sunday, they're playing at Bradley's from 6 to 9 p.m. Um, so that's also in West Palm Beach on Clematis over by uh, by the water on Flagler. I highly, highly recommend that if you have not had a chance to see these guys that you get out and watch them. I mean, their original music is, am- is amazing. Um, yeah. They do some really cool cover interpretations. Um, Bradley's one would be nice, chill one too. You know, sit out, go sit outside. There, oh, man, you know? it's, it's yeah. just sit there and have a cocktail or, yeah. or six and, you know, <laughs> you know, listen to these guys and, uh, and just, uh, you know, just chill by the waterfront, man. There's nothing wrong yeah, with man. that on a Sunday. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We cannot say it enough. Billy and Ellen, uh, Leafy Greens, the Leafy Greens band. Let's yeah. make sure we get that right. Big up, Billy and Ellen. Thank yeah. you very much. And uh, their website is theleafygreensband.com. They're also on Facebook, Instagram, all the social media stuff. Um, look them up, and all of their links and everything will be in our show notes. So thank you guys very much. Um, big, big mad props to you guys for, for supporting us and supporting what we do here. We appreciate it. Totally. So, um, yeah, Joey, um, you just played us a couple of songs. Um, would you mind um, telling us uh, uh, what the songs were about? Sure. Um, oh. So, Deja Vu. Yeah. Uh, that tune was pretty much about a panic attack that I had and uh, right. <laughs> looking at the mirror and you know, some of the lyrics kind of corresponded with the song, but just like looking at myself in the mirror and just... Uh, just feeling so out of body, <laughs> right? Yeah, and um, it was just a strange experience. And Mushrooms were involved. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 and uh, was was this a panic attack related to music or performing, or just th- something else in your life? Um, and you don't have to tell I'll, me what I'll it be is. Honest, but I don't even remember. Okay, right. fair enough. Um, I just then it, it kind of like became like a recurring thing. Okay. Right. Um. You know, and I was I was sober as well, you know, and yeah, um, and I just I felt like I had to write about it and call it deja vu because it kept occurring and uh, sure, you know, that's yeah. interesting. I've I've 
you know, struggled with a bit of depression and anxiety myself, and I can yeah. I can totally relate to mm. having problems with anxiety. It's, right. It just it can be a total out of body experience at times. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, what was the other song about? Reputation protect. Um, that song is for the people. <laughs> um, and it's pretty much about my mission of spreading spreading positivity and um that that song was on the moving mountains ep and right. so the the whole, the whole like concept behind that whole ep was that um like we're in this together and yeah. we're I love that. Um, yeah i'm having a hard time kind of getting it out but um hopefully the song kind of does it justice with yeah. with the message there you well, know i know it's that like there's a lot of kind of stuff that you talk about in your songs to do with outlook and attitude and and you know things like um uh everything that you need you you already have you just don't see it and right. uh, and, and you know there's a lot th- there's a lot of stuff that i've i've been sort of um looking at lately i got sober recently about a year and a half ago and right. i've been thinking about that kind of stuff a lot mm-hmm. and i noticed a lot of kind of um you know that kind of messaging in in, in your work, which yeah, you know, just to do with like, je- like just a, a, a pro- an approach to life, you know, right, right, which right. is like humility and giving and and uh-huh. and, and, a, and love. And I just think it's, it's a great message, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it goes back to like with that song in particular. I I think you're talking about right in front of you. Yeah. Um. So like a, a lot of times, I write those songs to like kind of remind myself of like. Right everything I need is right in front of me and like you know I, I don't know I feel like sometimes people might think that because I write this reggae music or whatever I might be like a super positive person which <laughs> I, I, I strive to be you yeah. know I don't like <laughs> yeah, yeah. but a, a lot of times it's like what I need to be telling myself at the same time <laughs> I feel that but other than that I'm a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> honesty that's what 561 music brings to you <laughs> we're all about the honesty here so um yeah can we get um that pedal board up on the screen we we wanted to talk to you about your uh about your pedals yeah absolutely yeah um here it is so uh, why don't you run through what you've got going on on there so uh starting with the top left we've got the mxr phase 90 um as you can see i'm a fan of uh mxr yeah um it's a great pedal it's got the van halen r.i.p uh yeah rest in peace man legend yeah um it's it's a great phase it's classic yeah. I keep it dialed down pretty low just because I, the the speed I feel like is already pretty high on it. Right. Um, then I've got the carp- carbon copy, you know, super um, popular pedal. Yeah. Um, some nice delay. What does it do for the un- uninitiated? Because um, right, there's some people so on this that don't even know anything about pedals and stuff. Oh right, right. Uh, so the delay, h- how, um, how in depth do you want me to go? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a delay. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a delay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, um, I, you know, I don't think there's a single reggae artist alive who doesn't have some form of delay on their right. pedal board. Right. Yeah, I think it would be impossible. What's this little orange guy next to it? That's the, uh, T-Rex Karma. It's a, it's a boost, you right. know? Okay. Um. Does it have a t- kind of tone of its own or does it just get a bit louder? 
yeah, I don't believe so. I don't believe right. it has any kind of tone. I think it's just a volume uh, boost. Gotcha. But, you know, works great for when I need that extra boost. Sure, um, yeah. The little tiny red pedal at the top, that's the Hall of Fame reverb, and I believe I have some kind of spring reverb uh, loaded in on it right now, and uh, pretty much when I do those long, uh, like, reggae kind of hits where, you know, kind of has, like, that space reverb kind of feel sometimes. Chum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got you. Um, that big pedal in the middle, that's a uh, TC Helicon Voice Live 3 that does all the looping, and it's got multi-effects, vocal effects, guitar effects. It's got pretty much everything I, I'd ever need. But, yeah, um, I, there's, I've got a whole j bunch of stuff, which is kind of like that at home. I think I'm going to sell it all and get that. Yeah, gonna, I think I might right. get that guy. Oh, so, I love it, man. So is that yeah. is that you're running your vocals and your guitar through that pedal? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, a TC Helicon, one of the ones that um, does the um, the harmonizer. You sure, know? sure. Yeah. And you right. plug the guitar through it as well, and then they've just been slowly, the TC's been slowly developing this pedal, and I guess this right. is one of the newer kind of, you know, iterations of yeah. that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it, it's awesome. Stuff. I run everything into it because, uh, you know, when I loop, I'll have those effects. Um, Do you loop your vocals much when you're performing on your own? Not really, except unless if it's like the beatboxing stuff. Oh, right, um, of but, course, yeah. But I don't really loop too much. Here, here and there, there's a couple songs I do. but When I've done it in the past, I've found it hard to like kind of it gets out of out of control a little bit. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like it get the heart, the thirty-seven like, layers later. Ben's like, yeah. "Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I'm in the rabbit hole." <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have to say stop. that there are some people out there that loop well, and some people out there loop not so well. And you definitely loop well. So, mm. yeah, kudos on that. Sounds yeah, great. I was making that comment earlier. Just you know, mad respect for the uh, for the the timing. It has to yeah. be like so impeccable when you're doing so many layers like that. And that you were like yes. spot on, man. Yeah, what's Appreciate going on with the thing on the left at the bottom there with the yellow, blue, and red tape? Um, so, th yeah, that's the, uh, on the left, it's erase, so that's to erase my entire loop. Right. Uh, the middle is my input, so I switch between uh, looping, like, guitar or vocals. Right. Because um, sometimes I'll be looping a song or I'll be singing while playing the guitar, guitar but I don't want it to loop my singing yeah, while yeah, I'm yeah. playing the guitar parts. Oh, I see. Yeah. I gotcha. That's and, cool. Uh, and then I have an undo button for if I screw up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then that, that brown pedal on the right side, that's the super octave. That's my, it's pretty much my, I use that as a bass simulator. Which, oh, see what, which one is it? Three, is it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Super I got a five, and then I recently just got a, um, I got an electro harmonics one, because um, I, I use it. A lot of my solo acts, I, use, I oh, right. always use an octave, and I'm trying to get it to sound as much like a bass as possible. Right, right, right. And the OC5 is, is pretty cool because it has this thing. So the OC3 has got the threshold, hasn't it? Where you can kind of set it up to a certain point right. and then it cuts right. out. Right, yeah, yeah, it does. And, and the um, OC5 took it even further where you play a chord and it only plays the bottom mm. note of the chord, which right. is awesome. That's sick. But it still sounds a little 808 mm. which doesn't really matter with like reggae. So not, uh, but not AOA, that's a drum right. machine, but like 303, you kind of like kind of um, dance music y, right, which right, doesn't right. matter in reggae. In fact, it sounds cool, kind of yep. gives it that 80s dance all sort of right. sound. Mm -hmm. But um, for this kind of stuff I'm doing, it doesn't really work. So I was trying to get it as, you know, as close as I could to a bass guitar. And I think so far, this electro harmonics one is uh, the best. But if anyone's listening that's to it. this and knows 
about octave pedals and has opinions on them, I want to hear it. So. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm still trying to find that right bass tone for the playing with the acoustic guitar. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it's like the the octave pedal for me has just been a, like I feel like I could do a YouTube video on them right now. Yeah. I've been I've just been through so many of them at right. this point. And what's the what's that guy on the end there? The uh, the one on the end that's a uh, tube amp simulator. So I, I use this this oh, entire cool. pedal board for my acoustic and full band shows. I just got tired of um, having to having two different pedal boards because a lot of times I wanted the same pedal. Yeah. On, you know, like yeah, no, I didn't want to have to buy doubles. Uh, I do the same so. thing. I agree. Yeah, I, I put the same uh, pedal board together. Uh, yeah, so I, I've got the tube amp simulator on the right. Um, it's got high. So when you're things. playing with the band, then you don't. You you do you, what? Do you just have a monitor. Or do yep. you, yeah, yeah, just use, use a monitor. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's a lot easier. You know, of course, like a um, a tube amp would be most preferred, but for for the sake of it being easiest. Sure, yeah, and and convenient. you know that's the way things are going. I think right. honestly, Chiba at this point, it's yeah, they sound great. Of course, they sound great, but you know, in a live setting in a bar or whatever. It, at what point does it just become kind of you just want it because it's cool? Right. You know? Like yeah. I don't know. There's a line there. I'm yeah. probably going to upset a lot of people with beautiful <laughs> like Fender Prince. Right. And stuff yeah. like <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't believe you said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just find that convenience is like definitely a high list of importance to me with having to load in so much gear. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's like a workout. Well, there's a lot of so. venues where, where you know, like you said, it's 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 not that you don't want it. I mean, it's nice to have, yeah. but it's it's almost just lost on that crowd right. you know or lost yeah. on that venue it really doesn't serve much of a, of a mm -hmm. purpose it doesn't it doesn't change it doesn't change things enough at that point at that right. venue to justify having to carry it with totally, you yeah you know? we don't size the whole situation i used to have an amp i used mm -hmm. to at one point i had two amps i had one from mandolin and one from my guitar but now now i now i just go through the pa yeah yeah, yeah. it just it, it's easier and and also i mean do you play acoustic guitar all the time, or do you ever use an electric? Yeah, I use the electric for uh, for full band gigs. Okay, through the same pedal board. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Right. Yeah, I've, I'm gonna have to, if we ever get any day. Actually, we've got a couple of days off this weekend, but but um, so maybe I'll come and what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So uh, what what we got left here? I guess it's just um, a question of. Um, yeah, man. Just you know, uh, the dates and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, if anybody wants to uh, check out Joey this weekend, um, Friday, Rybovich Marina, uh, the trio is playing. Um, Saturday, Copper Point Brewing, uh, the full band. Um, Saturday, that's actually from one to four, and then Saturday again from six to ten, the full band at Taco Tiki. So I mean, oh, yeah. so when I, when we said earlier, one of the hardest working musicians around, <laughs> we weren't kidding. Taco Tiki's uh, fun, isn't it? That's yeah, a fun, it's a fun, that's one. A fun I, spot. I, I always like playing there, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then yeah. uh, what, where's Copper Point Brewing? Copper Point Brewing's in Boynton Beach. It's my favorite brewery of all time. They've got oh, right. if you like beer, they've got amazing beer, and oh, okay. uh, it's their uh, sixth anniversary party. Nice. Right. So oh, nice. neat. Yeah. Okay. I think they're going to have like over 20 new beers on tap or something like that. Don't, oh, wow. Uh, oh, excellent. hope I'm not misquoting it, but yeah, it's going to be cool. And then yeah. uh, sun Sunday you're flying, but it's a private event, so. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. Um, and then uh, our, our shameless Killbillies plug of the week. Hey, got to do um, it. Yeah, yeah got to do it, man. Uh, Friday we're playing Brick and Barrel full band 
and yeah. uh, that's in uh, Abacoa, for those that don't know. And then Saturday, uh, you and James are doing duo at uh, Square Grouper in Jupiter. Nice. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to be using my brand new octave pedal I was talking about. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, and then uh, next week, we're going to have Scott Gaylor on the show. And this guy is an absolutely ridiculous uh-uh. guitar player. I was, I was watching some of his videos and stuff, and this guy is unbelievable on he, guitar. Yeah, he's brutal, man. He's, he's, he's brilliant he's on guitar. like he's like when you see those those guys with long hair that are insane at guitar he's those guys <laughs> well and, and, <laughs> and, like, and in he's fact just, he's just insane and with his he has this incredible understanding of pedals just really understands how to get killer uh, sounds out of them and he can just smoke on the guitar well, well in fact yeah. one, of, one of the videos <laughs> yeah. yeah one of the videos i came across um you know looking some of his stuff up was was actually uh I, man, I want to say 2004, but I, I could be wrong on the year. Um, but it was a video of him. Uh, kid back, hat, kid no, back back when Guitar Center used to have here locally, uh, the Guitar Center had like a center stage inside mm. the Guitar Center, and they used to have these guitar competitions. Oh, and it was wow. him, it was him playing like a guitar competition no at Guitar Center, wow. like yeah. in the middle of guitar. It was it, it was pretty awesome, man. Surrounded <laughs> by all the gear and everything, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, but he, yeah. he was just shredding. He does. He does yeah. like Nam stuff. He, he's a, he's one of the guys who demos at, N- right, at Nam. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be fun to have someone like that on. You know, yeah. he's yeah. Re- awesome. really an expert, at yeah. just like an instrumental expert. You right. Know? Yeah. Well, Joey, it was an absolute pleasure having you on, man. I appreciate right back at it. You. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. It was an honor. Great. Seriously. Yeah. Great Thanks. meeting you. Um, music is is uh, was amazing. I mean, like I said, the the looping stuff was just spot on, man. <laughs> that was that was really good stuff. Appreciate it. Yeah, really good stuff, man. Yeah, excellent. All right, so uh, I guess in, until next week, then. And um, yeah, if uh, if anybody's uh, you know anybody who's listening or anybody who's watching, um, uh, we'll have all of Joey's uh, uh, links and social yeah. media stuff and website and anything else I can dig up on you that we can put on there. Your mug shots, whatever you know, whatever we got on you, it's all going to be in the show notes. It's all going to be in the YouTube notes uh, in the description area. Um, it'll be on our website, 561music.com, which yeah. has uh, all our episodes, and every episode has uh, everybody's links and stuff in there. Um, if you want to listen to Joey, uh, you know, look him up on, on Spotify. And, um, and, in fact, he's on our 561music uh, playlist, which we yeah. haven't plugged in a few episodes now. But we do have a 561music playlist on Spotify, which features only local musicians. Um, Pretty much yeah. everybody who's been on the show, everybody who's going to be on the show, and anybody else that we thought was cool that we threw on there yeah. as well. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a great playlist. I I still just bang it in the car all the time. Yeah, so, yeah it's awesome. And yeah. you know, it's something which I really enjoy about this is it's been you know sort of reconnecting me with old friends a little bit. A couple of my best friends, Ben and Ollie from London, they've been listening to it and um and and really enjoying it. And it, I was you know I was thinking about sort of this medium and how it's quite nice because my friend Ollie was saying oh you know sort of driving around listening to you talking to people it's kind of like we're hanging out a little bit and it <laughs> made me a little bit sad <laughs> but, <laughs> but, again, but it's cool but anyway yeah, no, that's big awesome. up cool. and Ollie yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. alright well yeah. thank you and uh, yeah, yeah next, till next week guys yeah see yeah. you later see you later peace Thanks. out